Hi everyone, I'm Desiree and you're listening to God's Little Treasure Podcast. So I'm so excited today because I'm going to be talking more about overcoming childhood trauma on my podcast. For the last few seasons, I have done a lot around devotional and more encouragement style, but I really love having conversations about trauma and I love cultivating spaces to have conversations that we normally don't have. And I'm just so grateful to God that God has given me a really good core group of girls that are like just really a blessing in my life. And we get to have deep conversations around the different type of traumas that we've experienced. And I really prayed for that. So I'm just so grateful that I'm in a season where something I prayed for, I actually have it right in front of me. So it's a really beautiful experience. Last season, I'm sorry, last season, last episode, I talked about why I chose a male therapist and some of the lessons that I have been learning in therapy so far. So a little background, if you didn't get to listen to last week's episode, I talked about my entire life, I pretty much have been in and out of therapy. Actually, no, I'm sorry, not my entire life, but being in foster care from 17 to 21, I experienced a range of different therapists. So I, and all of them were female. So this was the first time that I kind of went out of the box and decided that I wanted to go with a male. If you want to know why I decided to go with a male, I really encourage you to listen to last week. But today, I'm really going to just be talking about a few guidelines on how to pick your therapist because you don't have to just get what you're given. It This is your healing journey and you are the person that has the power. So here are just some guidelines that have helped me to choose the right fit for me. So obviously you have to decide if you would want a male or a female. Some women are comfortable with strictly having a woman therapist and then some some male are are strictly, they would prefer a male to talk to. Um, It's just about your preference. Also, it's really important for you to identify what area of expertise you would like the therapist to have. Like for me, I looked for a therapist that had experience with childhood trauma, strictly. Like if that was not in your bio, honestly, I I skipped, you know, because that was where I am right now. I need someone to really be specialized in digging deep into childhood trauma and helping me to heal in that area. Another helpful tip is knowing your budget. Um, Sometimes we choose, I know the first time I picked a therapist that was way out of my budget and it was really hard to sustain sessions when I was like, trying to pinch pennies to pay for this therapist. So it's really important to really ask yourself, what is the budget that will, that I can continue to keep going to therapy where it's not off and on? And this is just the plug. Obviously, I don't get paid for this, but I chose to use the app called BetterHelp um, because it's a really inexpensive um, platform for therapy. So what I paid for one therapy one therapy session, I'm actually now paying for four. So that platform has really been a blessing in my life. And I will put the link in um, the show notes. 
Another one is belief systems. Something that was really important for me was to have a therapist that loves the Lord, that's a Christian, that could pray with me or simply, you know, give me scriptures about different topics. So that was important to me. Also, making sure that your therapist is going to be an account- accountability partner. You know, someone who's going to hold you to whatever goals you have going into therapy. And also, I did my research on the therapist. I read reviews. I, I read what they specialized in. Also, untraditional approaches. You know, like, therapy, we're in 2022. You know, therapy can look so different. It used to just be walk in an office and share your story. And now there's an option of either doing sessions in person or doing sessions virtu- virtually. Personally, for me, I love virtual. And I love virtual because every time that I've sat in a therapist's office, I've always felt uncomfortable. I feel like I have to share such intimate details and I'm not even in a space that really feels comfortable. So I love the idea of being home and getting a cup of tea and sitting on my couch or sitting at my desk and I I just feel safe, you know, and everybody's different. Some people would prefer to be in person and that makes them safe. But it's about it's about knowing yourself and knowing your needs. Also, it's really important to create goals. You know, um, one of my goals was that I only wanted to talk about the past in therapy because I have a really good group of friends that I can talk about just typical present life situations. I mean, if something happened in my life where I felt like I needed to speak to my therapist, I could do that. But for me, I wanted to really get down to the nitty gritty and talk about the topics that I have been avoiding for years, you know? And also when you go in with goals, it allows your therapist to hold you accountable. But if you have no goal, you know, it's kind of just, you're just sitting there. You do, Yeah, it's just hard not to have goals. Also pray about your therapist. You know, like if you meet a therapist, ask God if it's the right fit. Also trust yourself, you know, I'm sorry, I can't keep saying, you know, I'm trying not to say that so much. (laughs) It's really important to trust yourself in this process because you know yourself and you know your needs. And if you're not feeling like it's the right fit, do not worry about the therapist's feelings. They will not take things personal. But what's personal is your healing journey. So just remember that. The therapist won't take it personal that you're not the right fit. But you got to take your healing journey personal because this is for you. And it's also really sweet to track your growth so that you can really see that like you're making progress. And sometimes it's helpful to even ask friends like, hey, have you noticed any progress since I've been in therapy? Because sometimes it's so small that we don't realize it. But other people around us, the people that are encountering us, the The people that are encountering us, the people that are speaking with us, having a relationship with us, seeing how we handle situations differently, they see it. So it's okay to ask friends too. Last but not least, don't pick a therapist out of convenience. And I've made this mistake so many times. Oh, well, the therapist lives, the therapist's office is right around the corner, but is that therapist the right therapist? 
for what you need in this season. So it's really important to know your needs so that you're not just picking out of desperation or you're not just picking out of convenience. So I hope that this has blessed you. Of course, there's thousands and thousands of tips on how to choose a therapist. These are the ones that have personally impacted me and I feel like I've had I've I am having great success by using some of these tips. So I hope they bless you and stay tuned for more episodes. God bless you.